Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and you're listening to the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every weekday morning for an approximately 20-minute long episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter to you. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystal healing, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, and that's just naming a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. Today is March 19th, Thursday, and this is the Goddess Morning Show, and I am your host, Shannon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Uh, Our first article comes to us from Mind Body Green. It's how an immunologist uses mushrooms to help fight the cold and flu. And this is by allergist and immunologist Heather Moday, MD. And this was written December 8th of 2019. It says medicinal mushrooms are everywhere these days from tinctures and pills to coffee and moisturizers. While they're definitely having a moment, mushrooms are nothing new. Many have been used in ancient medicine for millennia. There are thousands of species of mushrooms, and their purported benefits range from supporting liver and heart health to enhancing energy and more. One of the most potent effects of many medicinal mushrooms is their strong antiviral and immune-enhancing properties. Several mushrooms, in fact, have been shown to be effective against preventing and treating respiratory viruses like the common cold and even the flu virus, which is impressive, considering the highly infectious nature of viruses and that they are notoriously difficult to prevent and treat due to their ability to easily mutate. How do mushrooms help our immune system? Mushrooms themselves need antibacterial and antiviral compounds to survive in the wild, so they naturally harbor a lot of these substances. They have powerful constituents called beta-D-glucans, beta-glycosides, and other substances that have been determined in some research to significantly stimulate our innate immune system. Some mushrooms are a rich source of selenium, magnesium, and zinc, all of which may play a direct or indirect role in the anti-influenza properties. Research is still emerging about the power of mushrooms, but some studies show their promise. And considering that they can be added to soups, stews, sauces, and more, they couldn't be easier to incorporate into your diet. There are four mushrooms I always reach for to boost immunity. Four fungi that help fight the cold and flu. The maitake, which is the hen of the woods. This delicious edible mushroom is one of my favorites, not only because it's so tasty, but because it has some broad-ranging health properties. In a Japanese study, maitake mushroom extract was found to significantly inhibit the influenza A virus from replicating, and it stimulated the production of antiviral cytokines such as TNF-alpha 
Interestingly, it was made more, even more powerful when combined with shiitake mushroom extract. Both shiitake and maitake are edible mushrooms that can easily be added to our diet, but they can also be found in tincture and dried capsule form. The shiitake. Shiitake mushrooms are an Asian culinary staple and easy to find in supermarkets. Whole shiitakes are, as well as purified fractions, have been shown to have antiviral activities against hep C, herpes simplex virus, and HIV, which is the human immunodeficiency virus, as well as influenza. When specifically studied on influenza, shiitake was found to inhibit the growth of the virus by preventing the entry and uncoding process of viral infection. Researchers also tested an intranasal vaccine of shiitake extract, which increased the survival of flu-infected mice. The best way to get the benefits of shiitake is to eat them, but they can also be found in medicinal mushroom blends in tinctures and dried products. The reishi, reishi mushrooms, another antiviral powerhouse fungus in the woods, in the woody and therefore inedible reishi mushrooms. Reishi has been recognized as a medicinal mushroom for thousands of years. Reishi has the ability to combat many viruses such as herpes, Epstein-Barr, and hepatitis. It also has been found to be effective in killing influenza A, which causes many outbreaks of flu throughout the season, including the very virulent and dangerous H1N1 strain of flu. Substances called triterpenes are one of the main beneficial compounds in reishi alongside the beta-glucans. Triterpenes are very bitter tasting, making reishi rather inedible. But just because you can't throw it in your stir fry doesn't mean that you should avoid it. You can typically find reishi in capsule powder and tincture form. Cordyceps. Although cordyceps mushrooms are technically not a mushroom but a parasitic fungus, they have been touted as a cure-all in many ancient cultures. Cordyceps are known for being antifungal and antibacterial as well as improving fatigue and libido. Originally, cordyceps were only grown in the high altitude Himalayan mountains as a fungus that invaded certain caterpillars. However, they are now cultivated in the United States using different techniques. Their anti-influenza effect of cordyceps extract is thought to be driven by increased natural killer cell activity along with other virus-killing cytokines. In addition, cordyceps have been shown to improve lung health by decreasing inflammation in both chronic asthma and other lung diseases. It has been shown to improve exercise tolerance in athletes when used both acutely and chronically. This may be because they increase blood flow, enhancing oxygen use, and acting as an antioxidant. So they are great to use both when sick or just when working out. Because cordyceps are not known for culinary purposes, you will find them in pills, tinctures, and powders. How to choose the best mushroom products. One caveat of medicinal mushrooms, as with all supplements, is that quality and efficacy can vary across products. When evaluating a mushroom product, make sure that it is organically grown and verified. In addition, if it's a tincture tea, powder, or capsule, ask if the company does any third-party testing for purity and make sure that they do not use any filters. Fillers, I'm sorry, fillers. This will allow for the best quality, safety, and efficacy. The bottom line, there are many ways to add mushroom medicine into your life. 
Mushrooms are best used as a preventative measure to encourage immunostimulation against viruses and for their other wide-ranging benefits. All right, so our next article comes to us from pathos.com, and it is by author Gwen, written on March 13th of this year. It's the Greenwich Guide to Easing Flu Symptoms. It says, last week I shared an article on how to use essential oils to create natural cleaners. The idea is to create herbal shields as an additional safeguard in our homes. We are magical people, so it makes sense to engage our plant allies for assistance for health and home. Even so, in the seven days since writing that post, the World Health Organization has declared a coronavirus-19 pandemic. Many states, including Michigan, have declared a state of emergency. Many people have the flu, even if it's not the one in question, including a friend of mine who is really suffering. So I thought I'd share some basic home remedies that may assist in the relief of flu symptoms. Plant allies can be helpful in easing flu symptoms. The beautiful thing about plants is they have multiple properties that support the body. We can eat food or drink teas, which strengthen our body's immune system. There are herbal remedies that offer physical comfort while easing uncomfortable symptoms. As magical people, we can work with plant spirit allies to provide additional benefit for the mind, body, and spirit. Here's a list of plant allies I have found useful when dealing with cold or flu symptoms. These can be used in herbal tea, elixirs, or essential oil form. Elderberry, a powerhouse that can be made into a tea or syrup as a great immunity booster. Eucalyptus, use the dried leaves as a tea, not suitable for children. The fresh leaves in the shower for steam inhalation or essential oil for diffusing when noses and chests need relief from sneezing and coughing. Frankincense, the essential oil can be diffused to create a peaceful atmosphere, reduce stress from being ill, assist productive coughs through steam inhalation or diffusion. Lavender, diffuse the oil to create a restful atmosphere. The dried flowers can also be used as a tea with mint to aid the body in recovering from the flu. Lemon balm, uses tea or tincture to encourage relaxation or sleep. It is also said to help the body sweat out fevers. Lemon may help clear stuffy noses and help promote st steady breathing. Ginger, this root is well known for easing upset stomachs. Create a ginger root and honey tea to ease a dry cough. Lemon and ginger make a powerful flu-fighting combo. Additional herbs and oils for colds and flu symptom relief include peppermint, marjoram, orange, oregano, rosemary, tea tree, and thyme. Reminder, not all essential oils or herbs are safe to use with children or pets. Do the research and be aware of contraindication with medicines, potential side effects when used as a tea, tincture, or elixir, etc. I recommend Google and the Portable Essential Oils by Ann Kennedy. Another recommended resource is the Modern Herbal Dispensatory by Easley and Horn. There are many ways to utilize plants during illness. As mentioned, there are multiple ways to use essential oils, roots, and herbs. Diffusion is a process of dispersing essential oils. Methods include using a commercial diffuser, adding oils, roots, or herbs to boiling water in a pan, on a stove, or in a bowl, allowing the steam to rise. Inhalation, placing a few drops of essential oil on a tissue, then covering the nose or mouth and breathe in the aroma. 
or you can use your hands to cup over the nose and mouth, but it is best to use a carry oil such as coconut in addition to the essential oil. There is also diffusing jewelry that can be worn to receive the benefits of the oils. Skin application using an essential oil as or herbal infused salve as skin topical application. Be sure to use a carrier essential oil blend. Decoctions and teas made using boiling water, roots, or herbs to create a beverage or soup. Here's a few recipes to try. Sore throat tea. Pour 10 ounces of boiling water over 1 teaspoon green tea, 1 teaspoon peppermint tea, and a quarter teaspoon turmeric. Use a muslin bag or tea strainer in a mug or other hot beverage container. Steep for one minute. Honey can be added to sweeten. Dry cough tea. Bring two cups of water to a boil and add two to three slices of ginger root. Steep for 15 minutes and maybe add honey or lemon. Oregano steam for stuffy noses. Place one or two drops of oregano essential oil into a bowl of steaming hot water. Sit your face near the bowl as the steam rises and breathe normally. Be careful not to burn nasal passages or throat as oregano oil can be very strong. It encourages nasal passages to clear so the nose will get runny. It may also help ease a cough. Do once or twice a day. I've done this and oh my gosh, I did it for a sinus affection. Oh my Lord, it burned so bad. Be very um, uh, cautious with the amount of oregano that you put in the steamed water because a little bit goes a long way. Rosemary lemon steam for easier breathing. Place two drops of lemon essential oil and three drops of rosemary essential oil in a bowl of steaming water and breathe deeply. Breathe Easy Oil Blend. Combine two drops lavender, two drops peppermint, two drops lemon, and two to three tablespoons carrier oil in a jar with a lid. Shake and swirl to combine. Rub on the chest, back, or neck. You can increase the number of drops to the carrier if you wish to make a larger amount for extended use during cold or flu. Store in a cool, dark place. You can use this blend without the carrier oil in a diffuser as well. Eucalyptus lavender salt. Combine two tablespoons dead sea salt with three drops eucalyptus essential oil, three drops lavender essential oil. Stir or shake to blend in a small jar with a lid. Inhale the scent from the jar as needed or add to a warm bath. Combine the two essential oils without the salt and add to two tablespoons of a carrier to rub on the chest, neck, or back. Sore muscle relief. Combine three to four tablespoons carrot oil with two drops peppermint, two drops lavender, two drops rosemary, three drops copaiba, and massage into skin for body aches and discomfort. I know there has been a lot of panic shopping going on due to the coronavirus. Toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and canned goods flying off the shelves at local stores. This is why my shopping is more focused on fr fresh fruits and vegetables various forms of protein, along with other whole foods to support my family's health. And I am using what knowledge I have of herbs and essential oils. As a witch, I make sure to employ the aid of plant allies in every oil preparation I create, the decoctions I brew, and stir magical intention for good health into the food I cook. I've also made use of the Immunity Booster Sigil, offered by Laura Tempest Zakroff, placing them on the doors of my home. Trust me, I understand everyone's concerns. My mother is elderly and I'm unable to visit her 
in case I might expose her to the viruses unawares. But we are not helpless in this situation if we need keep our heads and by following the guidelines of washing our hands, keeping our social contacts to a minimum where possible and being wise, whether we or someone we know love, know or love contract the illness or not, we will make it through this difficult time in the end. The next article is The Corner Crone, A Prayer to Bridget for Protection and Health, written March 17th of this year by Martha Kirby, Kirby Capo. Like so many of us around our planet these days, coronavirus consumes my attention and energy. I don't have much new to say, but I do want to offer a short prayer I crafted to Bridget for protection and health. Source material for this prayer came from Jason Mankey's most recent book, Witch's Wheel of the Year. While the rituals he offers invoking Bridget are, of course, centered around Imolk, I found them to be easily adapted to meet the current circumstances in which we find ourselves. Bridget is a goddess of healing and protection. Social distancing, frequent hand washing, all the practical inventions, interventions that we are putting to place as best we are able and are vital components of trying to mitigate an aggressive pandemic. As I keep telling folks, you got to do what you got to do to feel and be safe. For many of us, these critically important self and community of care practices are in turn strengthened by our own faith practices. Leaning into our relationships with whatever, whoever it is we consider holy, not in place of scientifically proven methodologies, but in addition to plenty of soap and water, keeping our distance as much as possible, and essentially sheltering in place. For me, that means leaning into my relationships with Hakate and with Bridget. I've added a request for protection to my morning prayers to Hakate, and I've decided to ask Bridget's protection as well. As I finished my prayer to Bridget, I was moved to write and share a prayer for any and all who might feel moved to ask for her protection as well. I offer a short video on my Facebook page that you can also look at. Here is the prayer to Bridget for protection and health. Bridget, goddess of healing, of community, of justice, protector, healer, and patroness of sovereignty. I light the candles of your shrine. Great warrior goddess, prepare us for the battles ahead that we must all face alone and together. You are she who would never forsake her children. When the new religion forced its beliefs upon our ancestors, you stayed with them and then with us, transforming into something else so that you could remain among us unhindered. Goddess of justice, you are she who will light our way in these dark times. I ask that you raise us up so that we may do your work. May we be healthy, loved, and giving of our own love. May we, in the coming days, be protected from harm. May we be free of that which threatens our well-being. Walk with us as you walk over this earth, sharing your power, wisdom, and grace. So mote it be. All right, and we have three practices, calming practices for challenging times. Also from mindbodygreen.com. And that was written March 17th of this year by Irene Glasse. Uh, it says, many pagans experience the blessing and challenge of being tuned in to the emotions of others. 
Even when we do not consider ourselves to be empaths, most of us are more empathetic than your average person. As a result, when there's a strong emotional current running through our immediate community, it's difficult not to pick up some of those feelings. Right now, anxieties around COVID-19 are very high. Here are three simple ways to ground and reconnect in order to respond to the world around you from a centered place. If you prefer visual and auditory guidance to written guidance, there is a 15-minute video that teaches all three techniques. These practices can be performed individually or together and can all be done while seated. Each one takes about two minutes, give or take, especially when one is familiar with them. So first one is a body scan. Take a moment to settle in and while you're in your chair, find a comfortable position. Allow your eyes to come to half gaze or completely closed and take a few deep breaths. Draw your awareness to the very top of your head. Now notice how your skin feels there and if any tension is present. Then begin to let that awareness spread out and down your body. Focus on how your face feels. If there are easy ways to reduce tension like relaxing your jaw, do so. Wrap your awareness around to the back of your head. Again, notice any areas that are tense and allow them to relax. Begin to follow the line of your spine with your attention. Become aware of your neck and allow any areas of stress, tension, or discomfort to ease. As you shift your awareness to your shoulders, notice if it would feel good to find some shoulder rolls or other gentle movement. Breathe easy and comfortable into your shoulders and move them around a little if it would help. Continue following your spine and draw your awareness to your chest. Again, notice any areas of tension here. Allow these points of stress to soften. Shift your awareness to your upper back, relaxing any muscles that seem tense. Breathe deeply and feel your body responding to your breaths. Follow your spine into your lower back. Become aware of any areas of discomfort and allow these places to soften. Try to breathe space into any parts of your lower back that might feel tight. Drop your awareness to your belly. Relax your stomach and notice how you're feeling. Take another deep breath and relax any areas of tension. Send your attention to your hips. Feel free to adjust how you're sitting if it would help you feel more comfortable. Continue to make your way down your body. Notice how your thighs are feeling. Again, if you notice any tension or discomfort, try to relax those areas. Draw your awareness to your knees, allowing them to soften and relax. Become aware of your shins and calves and allow them to soften and relax. Send your awareness into your ankles and feet. Allow them to relax all the way down to your toes. Draw your awareness to your arms, starting at the very top of your arms by your shoulders. Slowly send your awareness down your arms. Relax any points of tension you discover along the way. Relax your elbows and wrists and allow your hands to relax and soften. Take a deep breath in, let it out in an open-mouthed sigh. Then gently 
whenever you are ready, open your eyes. All right, we don't have time for the other exercises today, but I will read another one tomorrow. So thank you so much for joining us. And I credited that wrong. Um, that was from pathios.com, not Mind Body Green. I apologize. That was Irene Glasse from pathios.com. And she writes under Nature's Sacred Journey. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in again tomorrow. Stay blessed and healthy out there. And namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes We Rise To.com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted, custom blended, organic, non GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.